Hello out there, boys and girls. This is Illiterate. This is Evan. This is Taylor. I read the book this week. I didn't read the book, but I got a lot of problems to talk about. Ooh, ooh. What are we reading? This week, we are doing Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin. Ba ba ba. Let's get into it. All right. Taylor. I don't know anything about this book. What is your connection, though? I worked for Gretchen's sister, uh, Liz Craft, who wrote and show ran The Fix on ABC. It is airing right now, I believe. I think it comes on Mondays. Uh, yes, she is the showrunner, the writer, uh, creator, along with Marsha Clark, the, the famous OJ prosecutor. Uh, okay. So I, I know a Liz a little relation. bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have the, the author of this book, Gretchen and Liz's sister, they yes. have a podcast together called Happier in Hollywood, right. uh, which I have not listened to, but my girlfriend is an avid right. listener of. She's been a big fan of them since like high school. So when I got that job, she was ecstatic. And Evan's girlfriend has this book on her coffee <laughs> we're like, well, we're gonna we're gonna get right that, into it. That's how we chose it, and yeah. and it's been staring me in the face the last week. But dare <laughs> I pick it up? No. <laughs> so I read it so that he could talk about it, and so that you can know what's going on. Here we go. So this week, this is Gretchen Rubin's Better Than Before. Uh, it came out in 2015, March 2015. Has over 600 uh, reviews on Amazon, over four stars. So it seems like people are getting a a, a lot out of it. Um, yeah. What do you have, Taylor? She started out doing law. She went to Yale. Wow. And then she did court stuff and then was a clerk for Sandra Day O'Connor in the Supreme Court and then made a complete left turn and was like, I ain't trying to do no law, no court <laughs> business. She wanted to become a writer. So then she wrote some books. Her previous most popular book is called The Happiness Project. Right. I've Which, heard of that. So yeah. she she does not like to describe herself as a self-help person. Weird, self because that's exactly how I would describe her right, not knowing exactly. anything And that's about. what everybody does, <laughs> but she is more of the, what she wants to be like a self-help memoir kind of thing. Because mm. her stuff has, she doesn't have a background in neuroscience or right. addiction behavior or any of that stuff. It's more just her kind of personal experience with it and doing experiments on her own, mm -hmm. which lends a very... Uh, I use the word personal too many times, but intimate approach mm -hmm. to the subject matter, which is what endears a lot of people to her. However, but she's not professing to be like the authority on right, this right. subject factually. And, <laughs> and especially in this book, Better Than Before, where she's talking about habits mm -hmm. versus just general happiness. Mm -hmm. She's saying, this is how I do it. She makes a point to be like, everybody's got their own thing. We're all looking for the one right. key to happiness or to habits or whatever. And she's like, you got to know yourself more than anything. So I appreciate that about her. A lot of people don't like her or her critique and criticism comes from the fact that she is a bit of a freak when it comes to this stuff. Mm. Whereas like she is exemplifying the Only best wash quality. the greens with the greens. Yeah. And just all the perfect <laughs> life and the, uh, you know, apartment in New York and her husband and her are really wealthy and she does all this stuff and right. she has five book clubs and she's making apps and like just the crate and, you know, a lot of opportunities and open doors there. Yeah. And so I think that's where the criticism comes from is people are like, but she's not slogging it out. Right. She's in not the trenches. Yeah. But she, at least I feel like she did a good job of being like, I am, this is who I am. This I'm being Gretchen. Me. Yeah. And this is my story. It's not a one size fits all. That's not, that's yeah. not the title. <laughs> yeah. So she says at the beginning, we repeat 40% of our behavior. Mm -hmm. Habits. I'm terrible with habits. How yeah. are you with habits? Oh, I'm sure they have a grip on me like like no other. <laughs> and um, But I, I do, I try. I try to build them and I try to break them. I don't know how successful I am at that. You'd, I, I feel like 
the people around me in my life have a better read on that than myself. Right, right. So you'd have to ask them, I guess, uh, how good I am at any of that. But Hey, how good is Evan at habits? Oh, he's all right. Perfect. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. Um, she says that the purpose of habits is to decide not to decide, which I agree with. It's to put things on autopilot mm. because we're spending so much willpower thinking what to do. If you can just the classic morning routine or, you know, mm-hmm. just what is the, the, the way of going about it without having to think so hard yeah. about what you're doing. Get up in the morning. Okay, I have to brush my teeth, but I need to feel. <laughs> Where, where's my toothbrush? <laughs> yeah, if you can just run it. Um, I have a huge problem with that. I have not, nothing in my life is systematized in that way. Well, I, I often notice that I'm just overcome with thought. And when I come back to reality, I realize I've just been sitting silently and motionless <laughs> for 30 seconds straight. Yeah. Looking at nothing. That's actually, we edit out five hours of this podcast because I'm waiting for Evan to say something. I'm just <laughs> staring at the... It's real uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm making a huge sacrifice here. <laughs> yeah, but she's just saying, she's just saying, you know, she had a story of her friend who's like, I ran track and cross country and all this stuff in high school, and now I don't run at all when I want to. And it's like, what, what, what is the difference? How, how did you change from where this was such a habit? There's got to be something about you. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was saying she's not in the into the neuroscience or she doesn't tackle addictions or these kind of things. She's focusing more on the methods of habit formation. So the first thing in that instance of her friend being like, I used to run, now I don't. What changed? Right. It comes down to self-awareness. So the first section is self-knowledge. Hmm. How does a person respond to, and this is her big thing. So we're going to, she has a quiz online. Yeah. Which will, the quiz. Which will take, she divides people into four categories, which I think this is the meat of the book. The rest of the stuff is, is the, the individualized tools and tactics and things. But this, if you really get a handle on, where you fit into the four different categories of people and how they respond to the outside world, I think that is a huge help in discovering how you can change your habits. <laughs> right. I tried to get I tried to get Emily to like just like prep me just a little bit last night and uh-huh. she immediately goes to you gotta have to take the quiz. And I'm like, but we might want to do you know, like that might be part of Yeah. And she's like, But I can't help you if you haven't taken the quiz. <laughs> I'm like, ah Yeah. So Evan's going to take the quiz. The, the the thing is how you respond to expectations in life. And there are two different kinds of expectations. Outer expectations that people around you have and then your own inner expectations. Mm-hmm. And it's divided into four sections. And who you want to actually fulfill. Like, who, who where does it yeah. matter? Like, where you come through? Like, yeah. are, are you pulling for yourself or do you need to, like, live up to what you said you would for other people? Or both. Or, or both, neither. Or neither. So that's the four different <laughs> ways of doing it. So she calls them the four tendencies. And it's like the habit sorting hat. So we're going to sort you. Mm. And then we'll say where I got sorted. So the four tendencies from the habit sorting hat are upholders, questioners, obligers, and rebels. So the way that this works with the expectations, your outer expectations and your inner expectations, Mm -hmm. outer depending on other people, societal influence, inner expectations, your own personal thing. I'm going to meditate. It doesn't affect anybody else, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So the upholders, which is what Gretchen Rubin is, which is why people don't like her because it's kind of a freakish thing. It's one of the rare ones. You meet outer expectations and you also meet inner expectations. So if you're talking about today, the question they would ask is, what's on the to-do list for today? The downside is that they stick to a path. Yeah, there's and then no if there's room no, for spontaneity yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know, happenstance yeah. or life. Or it's just like, well, this is on the list. Yeah. <laughs> right. The, uh, the second one is questioners. 
So they resist outer expectations and meet inner expectations. So they say, what needs to get done today and why? So they have a good inner sense of what needs, but if, but if there's no reason or they're, they're just, they're the questioners. So it's harder for them to fulfill these outside obligations. That's the one I feel like I'm leaning to, but we'll see what comes down. The third one is obligers, opposite of the questioners. They meet outer expectations and they resist inner expectations. Mm-hmm. So then the thir- that, their question is, what must I do today? So they're very good with sussing out the, the expectations I could be either one outside I, of it. I'm yeah. a blend of those two. Yeah. And then the fourth one is rebels <clears throat> resists outer expectations and resists inner expectations. And their question is, what do I want to do today? Mm-hmm. So Before most... we say what I am, the reason I think I might be a questioner mm-hmm. is because I'm trying to... And this is uh, this is often a, uh, a thing that bothers me in just conversation even with people. So I'm questioning... I'm trying to understand it the way you understand it, because I don't. That's why we're having a conversation. That's why you're telling me something. So yeah. I'm asking a question because I want to see it the way you do. Help me see it the way you do so that everything I do is in line with what you are trying to do. But that's also kind of obliging. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. But so that's why that's exactly right. what I'm saying. I'm a hybrid between the between both because yeah. I'm constantly asking questions so that I can reframe my efforts to fit whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm, you know, I... yeah. So this, the, da, 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 yeah. the answer is this says your tendency is obliger. <laughs> but like you said, you're probably, I mean, those questions are right. variations. You're probably a blend of the two and most, yeah. and most people are questioners or obligers. Mm-hmm. The two rarities are upholders and rebels. Freaks. <laughs> Weirdos. Obligers are the only ones who dislike their group, who don't want to identify with it. <laughs> Definitely like, an obliger. <laughs> yeah. And that's an even obliger thing to yeah. be like. It's like, what, what if everybody else is... But it's good that you know, because now that you have that framework, yeah. you're like, okay, well... this I, I think about this stuff a lot. So it's yeah. interesting to be like to be talking about a book that puts names and labels on all these things, because mm-hmm. I definitely think about how I work in these situations. Like, yeah. Because I, because in my industry, I'm I have a new boss every six months, so I'm constantly assessing these kinds of interactions. Yeah. I know these people for six months, and then you know maybe ne- mm. maybe I never see them again. Maybe yeah. I see them in, in the next job, but I need to know how I'm doing. <laughs> this is a great tool, not even just for she uses it in the context of forming your own personal habits mm. and creating systems, so you don't have to decide stuff. But it is great to see how you can also relate to people because if somebody is they're a rebel and it's like, well, you're, you should suggest it, but then not, don't be, don't give them the, the, the why answer. Oh, well, you should do it right. because of the science. But like, that's what a questioner would respond to or an obliger. You would say, oh, well, Karen's doing this in the office. And they'd be like, well, I want to, you know, have respect for her. So I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you told those reasons to a rebel, they would, they would not want to do it at all. <laughs> You'd have to suggest it and be like, well, you can do it if you want. Or all right. Not, you know, that reverse psychology. Yeah. You could do that. If you're not scared. Yeah, that kind of, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I I fall under the rebel category, which I don't know if you would have picked that for me or not. Uh, I don't know how. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, you do get asked why you're homeless all the time and you're not homeless. So <laughs> that might be right. a large indicator. I would probably say my subset is questioner. 
And obviously this is a gradation of scale. So it's not like, it's easy to put people in boxes and be like, this is what you are. But most of the time. That's what I mean. It's like, well, I'm I'm very, very much so two of them. So I don't know. But it's a good framework to figure out what more you lean to or definitely what you don't respond to. Yeah. So don't start to formulate habits thinking that that's going to be like, I had a big problem where I'm like, okay, well, I, I, I might not even necessarily respond well to the external accountability because I resist that. Right. You know, if I went running with my friends, was like, we're going to do this every week. It's like, well, I'm, I'm only doing it because I want to beat them. <laughs> not because <laughs> I want, I, I need their See, validation. If we were in that same running group, my only reason for being there was I want to hang out with my friends. So I'm right. going to go run with them just to be with them. Right. And the so running is yeah. totally so the example, secondary. So the example for running as an upholder, you would, the reason you would do it is because it's on the to-do list as a questioner. You would rattle off. The Which the, see, for me, that's fake. I'm just like, dude, so you just did it because you're <laughs> right. a robot and you just decide, oh, that's no, some get people. that out of here. That's not real. You're no. Yeah. A questioner would rattle off the health benefits because they want the the reason behind mm-hmm. it, the outer reason. And obliger goes with a partner to Definitely. work together. And a rebel espouses the freedom it brings, the independence, their desire to do it. Mm-hmm. So then in this section about self-knowledge, there's a couple more things that if you pinpoint them will really help you determine how you can orient your habits. Because everybody's different. Right. So there's different... Uh, also disclaimer nor are we experts on any of this <laughs> right. this is solely ex- you know, just experience this is what we're you know this is who we are and what we're going through so please yeah. don't take all of this with a grain of salt or please just take, a it. take it with five grains take of it salt. with five <laughs> huge himalayan salt lamps <laughs> we don't know anything i just read go this to book. our merch store we got himalayan salt lamps illiterate at shopify no i'm just kidding dot biz dot net dot gov um but yeah, so th- these are just some other things, just ways to think about it, ways to think about who you are. And like she said, it's it's up to you. The best habits are up to you. I might hate meditating. I might have a great six-hour morning routine, get up at three in the morning. You might grab your phone, take a poop, and rush out the door. Like, it just depends on yeah. who you are. But here are some other things to think about where you might fall on a spectrum so that you can better orient your habits. Big questions, furthering to find yourself. Owl or lark? Do you stay up late? Do you get up early? Definitely an owl. Exactly. So these are things that are pretty hard to change, unless it's your age. Kids tend to be more larks. Same thing with older people. So it shifts but some, over but time, but, but you'll largely fall into yeah. a, a subset. Yeah. And then how you approach things. Marathoner or sprinter? So if you have projects, if you have other things going on, do you like to take your time? There's the people that get the essay done three weeks before because they pace themselves. Right. Or there's the people that like. Now, this is different from procrastinating. If you're a procrastinator, right. you're probably a marathoner in disguise who just sucks. Like you should. <laughs> An undisciplined a, marathoner. Yeah, you're not a sprinter because a sprinter... You could be a good one, maybe, if you put work into it. <laughs> exactly. A sprinter purposefully waits to the end because it get, but they still do it well. Yeah, yeah. They like the rush of that. I think I definitely became that. Okay. I think by the end of college, I I like you were you had like figured the out the system <laughs> right for myself, and I, and like I just knew how to make it work. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't probably not the healthiest, but that's where I was 2015. Yeah. I don't know what I am now. <laughs> Give but me an essay. Yeah, things to think <laughs> about, uh, and then underbuyer and overbuyer. This one was interesting because it's like, do you... Oh, this is a big one. I can talk about this all okay. day. Oh, yeah. I'm an overbuyer, baby. I, I hate going to the cabinet and not having what I need. Uh-huh. I hate it. You want a full pantry. I want a full pantry. If there's pantry, a thing, if, if you're I'm... like, I'm going to start running, I want the shoes, I want the Fitbit, right. I want the... If, it, if I know I eat a granola bar at noon every day, I eat a lot of granola bars. 
so maybe we should stock up on them. You know, it's like that kind of thing. It's like, I've, I, we should just have them. And so every time we go, we should just buy, a, you know, one more because we always use it. The, personally, it's LaCroix in our house. Uh, so it's like we're always drinking it. In the it. Russell household. We are, yeah, it's, 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 it's ever-flowing in the Russell household. And I am household. the exact opposite. I am an extreme under right. where I'm like, I don't need this, holes in my socks. <laughs> yeah. I think it comes from also, A, how you're raised, B, your genetics, and C, it applies to habits as well. Because a lot of times people will use it as an excuse of like, oh, well, I can't start running because I don't have all the gear. I don't have, what mm. it, you know, or same thing. It's like, well, if you just bought this app for three ninety nine on the app store, it could irrevocably change your life. But you're an underbuyer and you're like, ah, I don't need that. And it's like, right. Oh, but this is. And so I've wondered if I've, if I'm, have been like falling into that category mm -hmm. some. So like over the last year, I've made a, made a, a conscious effort to go like, well, if I think that there is a tool that could be useful to me, I am going to consider acquiring it to see what that actually does yeah. prove in gains. Yeah. Um, just because I, I've suspected that maybe I don't as much as maybe as I should. I don't know. It's kind of just yeah. a test. It's like, should I do this more? It. Because generally yeah. I'm like, ah, I shouldn't waste my money. Yeah. I can do that on my own. I can figure it out. But lean but then into I that don't. strength of yours. Cause right. that's your, yeah. So I'm, you know, I've been, that's been something on my mind the last year. Just should I, could I make, mm -hmm. am I just testing the water to act like a barometer to see where yeah. I really am on that issue. You all should test your, yourself out yeah. or just think about it. Do something you wouldn't normally do and see how you feel about it. Like, that's kind of how I am. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's kind of what I mean. If, I, if like... I bought six cases of LaCroix, I'd be like, what the hell am I doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, see, that would be beautiful because you don't drink LaCroix, really. Like, right. You would yeah. just be, this is absurd. <laughs> so that ties into number four, simplicity or abundance. Right. Which do you side with? And um, this is one I'm trying definitely... This is very much so on on my on my plate on a day to day of what do I need and what yeah. what do I want what you know yeah I haven't even watched the Marie Kondi stuff but I'm just like well what <laughs> what does make me happy and I look around my room <laughs> everything <laughs> number five finisher or opener so do you like cracking into the new bag of granola or do you like taking the last drop and throwing the bag away, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that helps with habits too, because you can look at it and say, okay, I love starting these things. I love starting a new business. I love buying the new running shoes and like <laughs> right. coming up with a plan, but I Horrible hate Horrible closing through. the deal. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then similarly, familiarity or novelty. Well, that's why if you were like, oh, I'm great at starting things when I need to finish, that's where you look for a partner who has that other quality, somebody that you can Especially work with. Especially if you're an obliger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Familiarity or novelty, similarly, promotion or prevention. So do you like saying I'm going to do this versus I'm abstaining from this as a, as a general rule? Would you rather add things or take them? It's, they're all kind of similar on a Interesting. similar scale. I hadn't thought about that one. And then small steps or big steps. Do you like taking the little one step at a time? Do you like signing up for the French class or do you like moving to France for six months? Right. Depending on the person, that could either be very useful or very harmful. And which, which, of, the, which of the four tendencies you have. So that's section number one where she's just like, it's up to you. You've mm -hmm. got to know yourself. So the pillars of habits, the four strategies that she goes into that are essential, no matter which <laughs> type you are. The pillars, the foundation. Bum, bum, bum. Monitoring. The foundation, scheduling, and accountability. The rest of the stuff in this book is kind of all things that you already know, the platitudes, but it's good to refresh or see. I mean, it's funny because she has the four of this and the three of this and under right. the three of that. It's like that's her nature is to right. make these lists. It's funny to see that in the <laughs> book. Um, but 
These are the four strategies. So monitoring, what gets measured gets managed. She throws some statistics, so I don't know where this came from, but she was saying that there were couples. We tend to remember the bad and not the good. Mm. Or like, if we're doing the diet recording, we'll record when we ate healthy and then not record the slice of chocolate cake because we don't want to remember. Right, right. You know. But she was saying the couples that had problems, 70% of them improved based on tracking the good and the bad because most of the time we remember all the arguments. Exactly. I know that to be true, that we definitely dwell on the things that went wrong. It's the conflict. That's why we make movies about conflict. Yeah. But that's where our mind kind of goes to. So knowing that, because I know that, I always try to put that on a corner of my mind and go, I'm always going to have that stuff more prevalent in my mind. If I thought about this from an outside view, what would I see? I would see that stuff, but yeah. what else would I see? Yeah. You know, so I feel like that this monitoring it's not all is the where, bad. Yeah. yeah. This monitoring is where most people don't fulfill because it's easy for the upholders because that's mm. what they love. Right. But the questioner is it's like, well, why? It's hard to see the immediate results of every time you cross off that you meditated during the day. Who cares? Or how for how long you met it, you know, or mm -hmm. any of the other mm -hmm. stuff, getting the Fitbit. I mean, that's where the Fitbit and the food tracking and all of that stuff helps in this. But I, it's definitely something that I try to do for four days and then give up on. But I think it is useful because it just gives you some baseline to go off of. If you're like, I want to I do like this. With my vitamins, it's like, I don't know that I do necessarily see immediate mm -hmm. results from what I take. But yeah. I do try to take them every day. Sometimes I don't because I just forget or I mess it up. But that's, that's like something I'm trying to work on, even though I'm not sure that I understand exactly why or how, yeah. uh, although I, I just know it's good for me. Well, no, knowing you being to, the you obliger know. and questioner, applying that to your type, you might say, okay, well, let me do more research into what these are yeah. actually doing or my own personal values of I care about my health 20 years down the line, and then that will click right. with you more than somebody told me to. Or if you're leaning more towards the obliger or a blend of the two, you have to do it when Emily takes hers mm -hmm. or something right, like that. Right, right, right. And combine the two, and now you know your type, and then, like, neither of those would work for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the second pillar, foundation, addressing the big obvious problems. She's saying the top four habits that are critical are sleep, Moving, eating and drinking, and uncluttering. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hit those. Don't yeah. be don't be like, well, I'm, I'm got place. these problems and this and this and this and this. I'm going to stop chewing gum. It's like, no, like you got you should Start a, yeah, plug the biggest makes... hole in the yeah. ship. So that's kind of the foundation situation. Nothing crazy there. It's what we all know. Mm -hmm. The third one is scheduling, having specific regular times, or just finding a system that works for you. Yeah. For some things... You should say, I forget where she got this from, but it's, you do it only once or every day, making some sort of heuristic for yourself or pattern of thought that ties into hmm. constructing a habit as opposed that's to being nice, like, I'm going to do nice this, one, I'm going to do right. that. It's the same thing. People, writers do it a lot or like <laughs> taking your vitamins or like some vice or, or good thing. Just saying. That would be one I would want because mm -hmm. that, that seems because I like that one because I disagree with it, <laughs> but when I, when I dig into it mentally when i think about it i go right that's mm -hmm. right okay so so if i said that only today or if i'm like it's not it's not just today if, what if i did this every day what yeah. would that look like and if i actually take that into like full consideration i go oh my god i'm a monster you know <laughs> right so i that that but it can't be like 
three times a week or sometimes right. I want that it. would stop me from having a coffee three times or whatever it yeah. is that yeah. I that I want to stop. Is this only doing. once right. or is this every day? Right. Yeah. In, yeah. it, where it, on its face, I disagree with it because it seems unattainable if I were to apply that in every single situation. Right. I know that because I, I pocket things to the side, I'm going to put that off to the side. That's, you know, I'm trying. To, but yeah. if I were trying to uh, aspire to that, I it's like a that. Good, it's a yeah. good system. Yeah. yeah. So that's part of scheduling. And then the last one, accountability. Great for obligers if that's the type you feel like you are. And you can do it either with a partner or a public thing. A lot of people like to like put it out on right. social media and be like, I'm dieting. And if, but, but for some people where it's like, you like the, you don't need the outer, but you like the inner, that's bad because then you don't do it. You get the validation, but then you don't actually have right. to fulfill it. So yeah. if you're, if that's not your style, then don't do it. The other thing is having a peer versus having a professional, which is why there's this glut of you know, personal coaches and life coaches and fitness trainers, because it's easier to be obligated to somebody who's a professional than just your friend who's in the same boat as you. Right. You feel a better sense of commitment to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about or is right. training you or it's something like Emily like has a trainer and like, I'm like, you see leaps and she's only been doing it for six weeks, but like, it, yeah. you see it immediately. Yeah. It's like, just like she needs somebody to be accountable. And like, I can't be that for her because right. I don't know anything about macro. Look at me. Like, <laughs> like you know, like, like yeah. I can't, I can't be that accountability buddy for her. Yeah. She, Even though I might obliger? be at the gym. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think so. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I haven't even thought about applying that in that direction. So that yeah. would be like, Emily, let's, let's take the quiz. You know, I haven't, <laughs> but even, now, you know, you could, right. you could intuit. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I mean, I mean, 100% I will be from now on. And because she's read this and knows mm -hmm. all about, she's read all of Gretchen's books and all, all yeah. this stuff. So now I can be like, oh, well, you know, like, so that, <laughs> or when you present an idea or an opinion, <laughs> yeah, it's an easier yeah. tack to go off of. And cause you know what she responds to. Yeah. The last little thing about accountability where she put, which I had heard about this before, was you could have a, like a negative accountability as well, where you get punished for it. The writer Victor Hugo, allegedly, would uh, have his servants remove all his clothes from his house so that he had to stay in and write. Because he couldn't go anywhere, because he'd be totally <laughs> naked. That's I it. like that. That's I do that huge. sometimes. I trap Take myself. Take all your yeah. No, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I burn all my clothes periodically so that I can't leave the house and I must write. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, I, I try to box myself in, like put outer constraints to kind of like as opposed to make being a me positive, do something. Yeah. yeah, the negative. If I don't do this, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. So those are just the basic pillars. The next section is the beginning strategies mm. when you're starting a habit. Okay. Which again, list, list, list. The three things are first steps, clean slate, and the lightning bolt. The first steps, small or big. We talked about that a little bit. Do you take small, do you take a small right. step or do you take a big one? Do you look up French classes or do you move to France? Right. That's just a personal thing that you have to figure out on your own. She does say though, based on her. Also contextual. Cause like it, depending on the thing, you might have to jump in right. or it might if take like, three yeah, years to right. build, uh, build a habit to become an astronaut. Right. You, you know, like, 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 yeah, <laughs> you can't just become once a, or every day. <laughs> I guess I'll be an astronaut once. Yeah. <laughs> You can't do it. Hello, NASA. The other thing she says <laughs> is about restarting after a lapse. So the first steps are great mm. when it's a new thing. But if it's like, oh, I was doing this diet for six weeks and then I uh, fell off the wagon. Yeah, the, the novelty that, yeah. is lost. The, 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 all of that kind of 
momentum. You're jaded. That now you now you're like you know how it can fail. So now you know a way it can mm-hmm. go. And now because it's human experience, now that seems like the only way it can be. Yeah, and because so it's that's only your that's, that's your only frame. That's your party of one frame of reference. Is like, oh, I this did doesn't thing. work. You know. Yeah. So build yourself into that frame of mind. Be on the be on the lookout for that. The other thing that can help fix that is number two, which is clean slate. So recognize fresh starts as a benefit. Mm. Find when those times are. The new year, that's why people like it. A breakup, a new city, right. a new job, all of these things that will change yeah. give you that clean slate to mm-hmm. say, now I can do this because I, I have lost that preconception of yeah. how this situation will turn out because it's a whole different thing. But beware because it re- might remove cues from other habits that you have. Right. If you went to the gym in your previous city because it was easy because it was right down the street... That's removing that trigger because now it's harder to get to the gym because your jujitsu class is 10 miles away. Right. That might be harder. That Now it changes your habits. So yeah. beware of the clean slate. Look for it, but then also... Be weary. <laughs> be weary. And then the last one, which I found interesting, she didn't really talk about what I think about it, but it's the lightning bolt. It's what you're unable to control. It's an mm-hmm. accident, mm-hmm. some journey, a diagnosis, mm-hmm. these big... Moments that come out of nowhere, or it could be a quote from An a book. Act of God. Exactly. <laughs> That's why it's called the lightning bolt. <laughs> Odin, Thor, <laughs> Zeus. They're all looking out for you. But watch for it because you never know when it could happen. Yeah. I think, though, this is what everybody wants to give because that's how they got it. And that's how their habit changed. They collapsed on the stairs and now they're lean and trim. Right. It's like, but I didn't collapse on the stairs. Right. That wasn't my you lightning can't make bolt somebody moment. Feel that, yeah. But or somebody reads a book and they're like, "This was the most incredible right. thing I've ever read, and it changed my life." Here, you read it. Have the same lightning bolt I had. <laughs> it's like, but that's not. Yeah. That's not what changed. It was just serendipitous circumstance. But it seems to be what most people pawn off on other people as the fix. Right. The Fix, ABC, Monday. Uh, (laughs) There it is again. (laughs) The setup, the payoff. Uh, That lightning bolt. I think everybody is waiting on the lightning bolt, to be honest. Yeah. That's fine. Because that's the fun one. (laughs) Well, you don't have to do anything. It just happened. You know, you're just like, oh. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. (laughs) Well, that's, that's, that's why everybody's waiting for it. Yeah. That's why everybody does that, is everybody's kind of waiting around for their life to change. They're waiting for that lightning bolt. And sometimes it's just not coming. Or most, I would find that 99% of it is... not looking in the right place. It's bad, too. Yeah. <laughs> the lightning bolt is usually like, like I said, like you collapsed on the stairs or your mom got cancer or... And how do you deal with that? You change your life. You yeah. change your like, systems. Do you, yeah. well, how, do you, how do you go from there? Do you, do you go up or down? Yeah. It's very rarely like, oh, I won a million dollars. That right. was my lightning bolt. Or that usually ends in But misery. I mean, in anything, it's like changing any habit, changing anything you don't like. Down to a certain degree, you just kind of want it to be different at, yeah. at a certain point. And so we are kind of all waiting on that lightning bolt to a degree until we actually take the steps to change it. Yeah. Until then, you're waiting on the lightning bolt. And then just... You're waiting on God, you know, <laughs> like I, that, that's not something I would invest in. Yeah. Look at the first steps. Look at the clean slate. So now that we've figured out our beginning points or just the basics, the continuing strategies, what she goes into effort, what it takes. Like you said, people waiting for the lightning bolt mm-hmm. failure, what to do when it sucks and then pleasure, mm. the good stuff. Gotta have the good. Yeah. This, that's what I like so far about all this is that. Where it can be, 
where all these rules might be so hard, they kind of balance each other out, and it's always with a grain of salt. I'm just like, mm-hmm. this is contextual and totally, you know, subjective. You got to like, play you can... with it for right, yourself. Yeah. So I, it's like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying that. This is one that she plays with in the effort category: convenience, which is why people do Weight Watchers which is why they use tongs instead of spoons. If you make it easier for yourself to do something, you're going to do it, which is why there's also a problem with having candy in a jar out in right. front of you right? because then you're more likely to take it. But if you make it easier for you to succeed, which I thought about, it's why we this podcast we're able to do is because the train moves directly between... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it would be a harder habit to continue to do on a weekly basis if I had to drive four hours. Right. If I was, like, off traffic. in the Woodland Hills or something yeah. and you had to like, get all the way from, yeah. So, this, however, is a problem for underbuyers because they're less likely to invest. Like I was saying, if somebody wants an app to help them track their weight, they're like, I'm not going to spend the $4 if you're not used to gaining resources. Right. But then on the and then on the turnaround inconvenience, and I thought this was a fun quote: "Eat all the junk food you want as long as you cook it yourself." Hmm. So if it, if you if you purposefully make something harder for yourself, that's why they're like throw away all your snacks, mm. you know, unplug your TV when you're done using it. So it's a nuisance to replug it in. If you make it harder for so- yourself to do something, right. then that helps build the habit as well. Mm-hmm. So that's under the effort strategies. I'm I'm, I'm bad about that. I I don't. See, I'm good about creating things to make me do something I want to do. I'm not good at at setting up situations to deter me from doing things. Right. I'm not good at that. That does require more forethought. Yeah, that's not something I think I've ever really put Well, that's like of. they say when you're in a good place, that's when you set that up. And you're like, I'm feeling good about myself. That's when you throw it. Not right. like don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. Right, yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I, that's something I want to get better about, I guess, because there certainly are, could be those things. So I wonder on yeah. what level I could use that and that would be good for me. The second thing about continuing in these strategies, the continuing strategies, failure, safeguards. What happens when, like, to keep you from failing? Mm. She's talking about eliminating the cues. Classic. Like, don't have, if you if you do this and then you do this, like, remove the thing before. So, like, if you're always eating when you watch tv right don't take a piece out of it yeah take the take the the piece that incites you to do that habit and then then you you won't want to do the walk a different way yeah you know so that you're not tempted by whatever the other thing is if then planning which again do in your high moments so you create like the only once or, or every time create an if then in your mind that you adhere to that you know is right if, if I, I do get this. this coffee, I won't get, you know, I won't go out for lunch, dinner tonight, you yeah. know, whatever. It or is. just whatever, whatever you're trying to finance is whatever. And then yeah. that helps you. But you got to come up with those in your high moments, yeah. not in the moment of weakness. Right. And then planned exceptions. Put them in there. Kind of like with the if then. You got to be careful with this, though. Right. You're saying here's it's a pitfall. Could you know, be. On Christmas Day, I will have a glass of wine. Right. Yeah. Who cares, you know, <laughs> if that works for you? But some people might have to say, I never no matter what, and that's what they go off of. Mm-hmm. Um, loophole spotting, I'm not going to get into this because she has a bunch of them, just the variety of excuses we give ourselves, like, oh, it's Christmas, I can eat 500 cookies, <laughs> you know, or right. your, your own morals or something happens. These are the God, ones that people I, just... I ruined Christmas one year. I, I, I was, like, trying to do better, you know, I think my junior year at college or something, so I come home and I'm just, like, trying to not eat as much junk food like i'm not not eating anything i'm like i'm, yeah. I'm no like i'm not cold turkey but i'm just definitely not 
indulging. Yeah. And my mom like basically broke down and told me I ruined Christmas because I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> tough. It is cuz like she has an expectation that she's that I'm going to come home and we're going to do Christmas. And so it's like me on this yeah. other track of like I want to watch this and that still trying to do all the same things but it does make a material difference to yeah. her. That's that was really hard. And honestly Gretchen brings up in the book kind of that aspect of her personality where she's like, I'm an upholder, so I keep up with the list. And she's on the big five personality spectrum, very low on agreeableness. Mm. So where somebody else might identify with, oh, I'm a people pleaser or, oh, this is what is mandated by me. And so that's what's more important. She's like, I don't care if people think I'm fussy. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm able to eat this way or do these habits or experiment with these things because I don't care what people think about this right. because that's part of my identity is that's who I am. I'm Gretchen and that's my way. Whereas that might not work for people if you're like, well, I do care what my mom thinks about Christmas. Right. You know, that's yeah. not worth upholding this habit. So yeah, it's just it's it's like so you, dependent you, on the situation. Is, I just, yeah, that seems <laughs> too much. A little hard and fast. <laughs> right. And that's why people don't like it. But she's putting her, I mean, this is her Only book. me all the time. <laughs> you do you, Gretchen. Um, and then pleasure. The third part of continuing a habit. You got to have some good stuff. Yeah. I thought this was very important. She said rewards, dangerous. Because a lot of people think that, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat myself. But that's only really good for goals, not for habits. Right. Because, because the habit you should be doing for its own sake. And which is why people are like, oh, I know we're talking about diet all the time. But that's like the main it's one like that the people yeah. try to have better habits on diet and exercise. So... With that, they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to do this diet. And then you fall right back off the wagon and because you achieved your goal. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, oh, I ran this marathon and now I don't That's run why every like, day. Like, like on my list of habits here, I've got food, healthier choices. It's not necessarily about like, I'm going to cut gluten out of my diet. Or, <laughs> right. you know, like I'm going to not yeah. do this thing forever. Or, you know, it's I just generally want to make over healthier choices so that over time I see that benefit and result. Yeah. It's not like, I don't know, like I, I for me, cutting sugar out isn't going to do it because I like, maybe I need that motivation for a specific day for right. specific reasons. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, so, you know, for me, for me, just healthier works. choices yeah. working in a, in a grander, in a grander goal, I guess is, is yeah. what works for me. Yeah. And we'll get into some, the last section is the your unique strategies. So what you can think of for yourself personally after we go through the the vague mm. kind of general stuff that everybody knows. Um, but those rewards and the other thing is rewards require decision. And the whole point of habits is to remove the decision process. And it's like, oh, well, what, now that this happens, then what do I get mm -hmm. if you remove that? And you have the risk of the finish line. Like I said, when you when you get to the thing, it's like, cool, I did this. Now what? Right. It's like I would just like to have the habit of like, I'm not, I'm craving broccoli because I eat broccoli a lot and that because I eat a lot of broccoli will result in a, a healthier right. aspect of And this me. is what she was saying it should take you deeper into the habit and not remove you from it. So in the book she was saying there's a guy who's like I'm going to quit coffee and then I get to buy myself an iPad. She was like you can do that and that's fine. But treat it as a natural consequence of the habit of like, okay, well, because I quit coffee, I'm saving $3 every day. Mm -hmm. And so that allows me to buy the iPad, even if you do the exact same thing mm -hmm. and treat yourself as opposed to making it a reward, but like little treats throughout. Also, it should be like, oh, because I feel better, mm -hmm. 
I get to walk outside now, and that helps with your exercise routine. I definitely like, do that in a little bit. You know, yeah. Just like small, like just things I know I want, and, and I guess like setting them up as some sort of payoff for doing things that I don't want to do or mm-hmm. that I would rather would would go quicker. Of like having just like a little, it's like I know I like lyman down the parkway so like today if i send out these 20 job yeah. application emails like i'm gonna go take that hour and just breeze down in the sun yeah. with my sunglasses on like you know because that, i accomplished right it because i did yeah, yeah exactly it's like yeah, i, I want to get outside for you know it's like that's my reward is to go spend the you know yeah. the dollar and a half to go do that whatever <laughs> it is um yeah. So I, I definitely try to employ that, but I, I should I should try to on all of these things, even the ones that I know I do, I sh- I want to work at actually employing them a little better, s- tightening those screws on them, like actually yeah. making them work a little more pointedly, I guess. Like I'm yeah. just with some generally thought. like a little bit lazy on uh-huh. all of this stuff. So I I I I would love to identify the ones that that I know I can I can make a headway in that would or really you know make immediately a like I love this right right be so easy if I just train my brain to do yeah. that so that's the the continuing on strategies how to make it work the last little section is the unique strategies for each individual person clarity identity and other people how you fit into all that clarity the two things you can become more clear on with your habits, which you were talking about with how do I tighten the screws, mm-hmm. your values and the action. So for your values, you should connect them directly, which this takes a little bit of time, but there also might be conflicting goals where it's like, okay, well, I want to read for an hour every day, but I got to pick up my kids from soccer right. practice. So how do I sacrifice? You should either think maybe there's a way that I can combine these um, or, you know, which you, you just have to become more clear, build more clarity into those situations. And then... For, so that's the values side of things, mm-hmm. specifically what it means to you. And then the action side of things, which I think is what a lot of people do, I certainly do, is not making the task specific enough. Like, be less stressed. Does that mean, for you, take a interesting photo once a day, and right. that will calm right. you down? Does yeah, that what mean... makes you less stressed? And then, yeah, and then you have to do that. Um, and then identity... So what a lot of people get... Who are you? Exactly. This is the kind of person I am. So like she says, I'm okay with being the fussy one. Her friend Maria is like, I'm the fun one. I'm going to have wine at dinner. Mm-hmm. I can't make that an absolute rule that I don't because I identify as the fun one. And if I don't have wine, nobody else around me is going to be having fun. Like they're expecting me mm-hmm. to be the fun one. So that can be to your benefit or it can be to your detriment yeah. if it's what you know you are or you want to change it a little bit or you've been so ingrained in something that people are going to be freaked out otherwise um the classic one is they asked people about whether they like to vote or to be a voter and just that distinction it was an increase in people things so people aligned with i am a voter and that caused them to vote more than Mm -hmm. than just i do the action of voting Mm -hmm. so that might help if you if you identify with it i am an athlete versus i go to the gym on thursdays right right you know you can change your mind yeah and then the third thing is other people so they exert influence and you exert influence on them, couples especially. It's more powerful to see somebody else's success than do all the research, which is why her books are popular, because she doesn't go into the science and the neuroscience. And right. she's just like, this is what I did. This is what I experimented on with my friends. This is my friend Maria. This is this, you know. But I think that helps. It's like talking to your neighbor. Right. And here he's like, oh, Joe, you look so right. good. <laughs> you know, what did you do? And like, believe it or not, those are probably the people that we take most advice from or that are those yeah directly adjacent people in our lives so it you know 
it's interesting that the book feels like a neighbor and not a doctor, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. I think that's, that's what a big she's trying to get across that, yeah. and why she doesn't like the self-help, but more like the self-help memoir. It's like self-help, but like a point, just a point of view is like, this is what I did and what I thought about and how it worked for me. Yeah. This is how you could do this in a totally disassociated manner. Like you could do what I did totally differently. It's still what I did, but it's you. That, yeah. You know, I think that that is the good thing. And the frustration of mm -hmm. it is the fact that you want, like, people go into this thing and, like, oh, this is the lightning bolt. Right, yeah, they're looking um, for the lightning bolt. But that's why the book is called Better Than Before. Right. Because that's the, I guess that's the whole summation, summation of the thing. Is It's not, it's way, learning yourself. That's why I think the four tendencies, the thing that she has at the beginning, is the big takeaway. Trying to identify, okay, what am I? Right. And then you can use all these variety of tools, but you got to play around with it. You know, and, and own up to it. Am I an owl or am I a lark? I'm never going to be able to get up before 8.30 <laughs> right. or whatever it might be, but own up to that and say, now how can I use this to my advantage? And it's reminded me of the, the Michelle Obama stuff of just like, because yeah. she's still becoming yeah. Michelle Obama. And like, we're all constantly evolving into the newest iterations of ourselves. Like I said the other day, like I'm the smartest I've ever been. Yeah. It's like, well, I hope that's true all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I also hope I'm the dumbest person in the room. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it, it, we're on, we are the product of everything up until this point. And yeah. we'll just think about everything that's going to happen between now and the next time you think that like, yeah, that it takes that time passing and that mental work to to become better than before to actually like oh now I, but it doesn't end it's not like a, an end goal of like a, a, a guess of like and now i'm better and i'm done it's like and now I'm i have these six habits right. and i that's right. all i ever I'm continuously do. better i guess you know yeah which means she also has more books to write and she has mm. and she does uh that's that's basically it maybe a little maybe a little conclusion thing she put a quote at the end mm. which uh is from John Gardner, who's an artist. He said, every time you break the law, you pay. And every time you obey the law, you pay. It's kind of this thing with habits where if you're going to do this thing, if you're going to get up at 6 a.m., you got to go to bed at 10. You, can't, yeah. you know, yeah. depending on what your habits are, you're going to gain some things, you're going to lose some things, but it's up to you and your individual personality and just the I way that like your that. life is working. So to look at, I, I took it, as, I like I took it that, also, yeah. as also look at these billionaires that get up at 4 a.m., it's like, mm -hmm. but they're also getting home at 11 and not able to spend time with their kids or they hate their job or what, you know, there's a million yeah, no different life. factors that you can't know. Yeah. Or they have a great life, but it's, that's their personality yeah. is to work for 16 hours a day. Who knows? And there's all of those people out there, you know? And that's not you. So to try and model your habits after somebody who's not you yeah. is foolish. Which I like. And that's like immediate in this book is like don't do what i you know I'll i'm tell weird you what I i'm yeah, weird i'm weird i'm weird yeah uh but you know if you just listen to you maybe you can figure something out yeah so that's better than before <laughs> better than before oh that was nice nice gretchen like any of those any of those tactics that you think well, would be I, worth repeating i like the today or every day yeah that's definitely one because it strikes something in me that I, I disagree right up, up front. But as soon as I start thinking about it, I go, yes, 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 yes. Um, interesting, again, about the, the puzzle pieces and, and creating situations or deterring situations mm -hmm. to, to break or build habits. And it can go either way. You can incite a, something to make something happen or you can make sure 
this event doesn't, doesn't happen, happen so yeah. that you don't do that thing. Which um, requires some forethought. But yeah. the whole point is habits are about deciding not to decide so you make it an automatic and reaction. paying either way i think that's a really great one oh, actually the last because you do thing. it's not like you just get away with anything like you <laughs> don't has a cost. No. Yeah. you don't get away with anything there is no cheat there is no freebie that when we're really coming down to it like yeah. there isn't and you pay either way and and if you're thinking about wavering does it matter why am i doing this that is why you pay either way so are you going to put it, are you going to put, are you going to invest here or are you going to invest there? Yeah. Well, cool. I think that just about wraps us up. Yeah. yeah. Do we have an announcement? I think we got the same announcement <laughs> we always got. Y'all know what it is. Illiterate at email.com. Sign up for that email list. That's where you're going to get our giveaways, our extra reading, all of our extra content, added value. Extra videos. You know, all the fun stuff. You're going to, this week definitely we'll have that quiz in there. So Some of her other work, some other blog posts she had. And shoot us an email. This week was definitely different than last week, which was different than a lot of our other episodes. We're trying stuff out. Let yeah. us know what you think, what you like. Yeah. Illiterate at email.com. Cool. Well, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.